Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. for all you do. Come with us on our journeys to motherhood and as we bring back our very first episode, Meet the Mothers. everyone, Stephanie Lum here. I hope you and your family are doing well during these challenging times. You know, we could all use some love, laughter, music, and aloha right about now. And that's why I'm so excited to share with you the debut of a new podcast called Mothership. I know, I know, mother what? Mothership. Okay, okay, let me explain. Mother is pigeon for mother, ship as in friendship, and mothership because moms tend to be the home base, the headquarters of the family. Mothership. Mothership is hosted by three Hawaii moms, including myself and my two best friends, Noli and Brooke. I've known them ever since we met in college on the mainland. We have a strong support system that we really want to share with you, especially during the middle of this global pandemic. It includes a sisterhood of support, encouragement, advice, inspiration, motivation, wisdom, guidance, comfort, and good, clean, fun, cracking jokes. We actually planned to launch Mothership earlier this year and had already recorded many episodes with special guests. But then in a flash, the world we knew changed before our eyes. And now that we're all in this together, I invite you to join us for some real good fun, lighthearted conversations. Introducing the Mothership. Hi everyone, this is Steph. This is Noli. I'm Brooke. Welcome to the debut episode of The, the Mothership. Mothership. story about three local girls born and raised in Hawaii who went away to college on the mainland, overcame challenges together and through it all became best friends, and returned to raise our families, all while trying to make a living in this beautiful island paradise we call home. So come on here and lend your ear, these gonna break up. 
ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがとうございます。ありがと
stayed on track with each other and we stay connected all these years. I know. Can you believe we've known each other for like more than 26 years no, or so? That's no, that's super crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. More than a quarter of a century. Yeah. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Totally. The reason why we came up with the idea of this podcast called Mothership is because, you know, we would like to bridge the gap and also be a source of inspiration, information, and support for you as well. We're all in the same boat together as moms, uh, Noli, Brooke, and myself um, here in Hawaii, trying to raise our family in Hawaii and survive. Um, there's a lot of concerns, a lot of issues out there, which we hope to address in our podcast. And also we want to kind of lighten your load, make you kind of when you listen and come to listen with us, just laugh with us or laugh at us. But, you know, we're going to have good, light conversations as well as, you know, parenting, our children, just things happening in Hawaii and beyond that, you know, we would talk story about in a garage. Yeah, and I think also just um, as moms, I know there are times that you, you tend to think that you're just, how can this be happening or I, I I feel alone. So part of it, I think one of the objectives is also to make everyone just feel included, feel like you're part of the group um, and, and leaning in and, and listening in and laughing hopefully at us as well. So the idea also came from our times in that garage as Noli mentioned and it's um, pretty, it's, it's not a fancy garage. It's um, pretty oh, matter wow. of fact. Yes. Ouch. No offense. <laughs> but it, it's, it's comfortable and believe it or not there's um, some soundproof padding on the doors because uh, we tend to get a little bit rowdy and, and our conversations uh, tend to pick up pretty rapidly. Yeah, there's one little foam piece on the, the main entrance door and that's about it and I don't think it does anything does it as work far though? as does no, it work? I really doubt it, but in my head, I feel comfortable that the neighbors won't suffer through too <laughs> much of our better. noise. So, better, so right? there it is. Yeah, I, I, yeah. When you can take a picture of that phone for you. There's surfboards on the wall too, right? Yeah, and I put up Christmas lights around the uh, perimeter of the roof, kind of to dim the lighting, low lighting, and and you know put out the two six foot tables, chairs around, poopoo's in the middle of the table, and everybody. I love it when we just sit around and talk story for hours and hours. And eventually it kind of ends up into like sometimes you end up singing or playing games or yeah, playing games yeah. trivia Tri yeah. on the extra <laughs> special nights it turns into like a full-blown karaoke session yep. with mm -hmm. the kids and <laughs> the adults assuming certain people don't hog the mic um but <laughs> but um Who not gonna name at? names here <laughs> no look at you I think life can get so hectic, especially for us who, when you work full-time jobs and you need to balance things. And I think that when your tanks are empty, you kind of got to go somewhere to refill it, whether it be with exercise, whether it be through, yeah. you know, enjoying uh, new sites or places, or even like you guys said, going back to what we call our home base, mm. the mothership. Mm, we want to share that mothership with you guys. We want to bridge the gap. We know that in Hawaii, it's so common when you're in an unfamiliar place, you go up to the person that you don't know, and the first thing that you ask is, hey, what school you went? Oh, right? What year you grad? You know, what year you grad? Oh, hey, I know so-and-so. And then you know for some reason, yeah. that's kind of like how the connections are made. But for us, something magical really happened in college, and that brought us together, and we were fine we were able to find a sense of comfort. And that's, that's kind of the feeling, the same feeling that we want to share with you listening into our podcast today. It's funny because I think if I think of our larger group of really good friends that we all kind of hang out with a lot, is that it's, 
interesting to me because I think one of the bonds too is that the, the girls or the wives or the, just the females are the ones that instigate it or the ones I feel like are the, you know, try to get together and we're the ones, I don't think it's our husbands or our spouses or our significant, <laughs> the guys yeah. too much. It's, it's really the girls that are like, I think as females, maybe that's what it is. You need it mm-hmm. and we're so blessed to have it. And we know that it's, you know, it, it's, we're really lucky. We're really lucky to have it. But I, it's funny because I think that's, some of the bond is the females um, reaching out and trying to, you know, keep it going and instigating it. I think it's kind of like a sisterhood, um, like a family member. And if you don't hear from them for a while, uh, something is missing in our hearts, uh, in our minds, in our thoughts. And uh, so we do kind of come back to this home base to fulfill that need um, and that sense of belonging. And I think we, we feel good when we know that each other is good, if we know that each other is doing well. And if not, then we're there for each other. Yeah. I know, Steph, you were away from the islands for a while, right? And, uh, you know, when you came back, it was, you know, we didn't have this, the garage sort of vibe Mm -hmm. until actually we started having kids, I guess, right? And Mm -hmm. our kids are a little older. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this is something um, we just are lucky to have. I know not everybody out there has that support system. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't, you know, we'd encourage you to, you know, just just lean maybe, on us. Yeah, you can lean on us or listen to us. But um, we hope just by listening to us, we are the garage for you. We can be your garage. I'm, I'm happy with that. And Is the name of this podcast going to be The Garage? The Garage. <laughs> the mothership, you know? Yeah. You know, when you spend so much time in that garage with your girls talking about life, there are few topics that go untouched. One of the things we've spent a lot of time talking about is how the experience of having children changed us forever. We kind of all had rough pregnancies, and I don't know if um, there's been a mom out there who's been so lucky to try to get through the pregnancy and had a smooth one, but that brought us together because um, I think I was the last one to get pregnant. Who was the first? Nose. Oh, yeah, I think I had the first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, talking about the sickness part. If I could just expand on that a little, I was really, really sick with my first one. Um, so much so that, in fact, um, hearing food commercials, I remember <laughs> driving to work out to Makaha and a Jack in a Box commercial came on on the radio advertising like a special for burger, fries, and a drink <laughs> for I don't know how much. At Jack in the Box, we believe in trying new things. I just heard that and I had to throw up. So I pulled over on the side of Farrington Road right before Ma'ili, and I had to just go and throw up on the side of the road, and I couldn't believe it. I was just like, anything, food, you say a food word, I would have to throw up. Or I smell food, I I couldn't eat. So, you know, gosh, I think I had the extreme kind. I know there's women out there that have even worse. With my second, I had to go into the hospital to get, you know, IV fluids in me because I couldn't hold anything in, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How, yeah, how about you guys? You were looking sickly that time. Oh, I, I know. I know. I felt sorry for you. Yeah, I felt sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then next was Brooke. Right, so for me, it's, the funny thing is that I think I was so naive looking back now because I used, we're aging ourselves, but do you guys remember that show on TLC Network that was called A Baby Story? 
No. Before, okay, so I used to, are you serious? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I used to watch it, like marathon watch it. An emotional journey of love, strength, and sisterhood. Up next on A Baby Story. Are you ready to be a mommy? Because it painted this like picture in your head of how blissful this pregnancy journey is going to be and the nursery is beautiful and you have the nicest things and a shower, whatever. Um, so I had that in my head and then I found out when I got pregnant with our first Nalu, Kainalu, I was so miserably wrong. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely not complaining because we have healthy kids, um, healthy children, but the... <laughs> How wrong I was is hilarious because I, there was nothing sexy about throwing up and gagging every time you brush your teeth in the morning for the first three months for all three kids. And it was nothing sexy about whining um, every time I had to poke my finger to draw blood every three times a day because I had um, gestational diabetes. Um, well, all, well, for all three, by the way. And for the record, it's way more sore than it looks. I know it's a small, tiny mm -hmm. needle, but... You guys, just, yeah, yeah just, just trust me. It's just, yeah, all the worth journey. it, though. Yeah. All worth it. Journey. How about you, Steph? What about you? Well, my, I think the hairiest ride that I had was um, my second round of IVF. Um, there were two embryos that were in good quality, and those were the only viable ones left. And my husband and I turned to each other uh, when the doctor asked, do you want me to put in one or two? Oh. And we looked at each other and we said, well, you know, the, the expense, the cost is, is definitely not affordable should this fail. And to increase our chances, let's take the gamble. Uh, we, I would say we, we kind of said that, not really thinking what a gamble it would be, but uh, <laughs> we agreed to put in two, so two was put in. Um, and the nurse told me, you know, you sh we should find out. Uh, something should be different, uh, you know, in, in, I don't know what the time span was, I forget, but she warned me about that. Um, and so I just remember it was an election night and I was driving into work. I was gonna be sent out to in the field. I think I was at, um, geez, was it Colleen Hanabusa or Maisie Hirono's camp? I, I don't remember, but it was one of them. And uh, I just remember driving and I felt really nauseous. Like it just hit me all of a sudden. And I just like looked in the mirror at my face and it was like pale. And I said, what is this? And I, I, for, I don't know why I didn't think about it. I, I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just like, maybe I'm nervous because it's an election night. I'm getting stressed out. So um, I went and my live hit was coming up. I remember uh, Keahi um, tossing to me and I remember speaking and then all of a sudden it hit me again. Like this, just this like wave of nauseousness. And I was like, almost going to gag and like throw up and I just ended up just like repeating myself and then I think Kiahi and I we've worked together for so long that he knew something was wrong so he just stopped me and he said excuse me Stephanie did you say that uh, so-and-so took an orchid plant to the late Senator Inoue's grave because he had just passed away um, and I said yes Yes, Kiahi, that is correct. And then he, he knew that, like, okay, let her go because she, she needs to go. So then they, I think they dumped out of me, and I went to the bathroom, and I had to, like, literally, like, just wash my hands. I was going to splash water on my face, but I had all my makeup on. So I just had to do something to just get me, snap out of it, Steph, snap out of it. And then fast forward to the time when two storms were coming for us. Our graphics said like double threat or something like that. And that day I had gone to the doctor and he told me, 
guess what? You're not having one child. You're having twins. And I'm like, so is that the reason why I was feeling so nauseous? He says, your hormones were in overdrive. And it was a pretty hairy ride. But as you guys have all found out later on down the road, I mean, all those troubles that we went through, it paid off because, I mean, look at the beautiful children that we have today. Yeah, so good to see all of them healthy and thriving. You know, <laughs> the best we can help them thrive. But I think we're doing a good job, guys. So, Knowles, if you were throwing up that much, I mean, you're Apolloing everywhere, mm -hmm. then how mm -hmm. did you get nutrients into your body? And, you know, how did you get over the, the sickness? So, um, I remember I, I saw an ad for these bands, these motion sickness bands. And I was willing to try anything, you know. I, I the, the doctor gave me stuff, but didn't. It did, I just threw that up. But I remember these morning sickness bands, um, and I used them, and I had hope. I had high hopes. And all I remember was throwing up, still throwing up, and my hands are on the toilet, on both sides of me. I'm looking at these beep bands, <laughs> and just like no, no, nothing, working. I remember that. I was just, I was like, so. There's some things that work for people, but I, I, there's nothing except, you know, the hospital visit where they put the mm -hmm. IV. It actually relieved me from my symptoms. And I was able to eat, get some nutrients in, but once I left the hospital, back to it, you know. And I thought it would last the whole pregnancy, but thankfully, um, it only lasted into the second trimester, which mm -hmm. is long, but it was, it was over. Um, I don't know. Anything work for you guys? Oh, gosh. You know what's funny? I don't think too many things worked for me either because I would trigger with the brushing of the teeth in the morning and then it'd be just a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. um, ginger helped a little, but I started to hate ginger after a while and just like, you know, Sprite or soda crackers. But then just living off of Sprite and soda crackers and ginger, you start to get really... That starts to make you feel nauseous on top mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. But that's really mm -hmm. all that really would help me and it was really mm -hmm. same thing just um sick up until and just one day I really feel like one day you kind of get up and it's not there anymore it's exactly. weird yeah. in the second trimester but yeah. it was all three that way mm -hmm. was that was it like that for you Steph? Mine was the opposite because at first I was hit with nauseousness and you know the urge to throw up and gag but after I found out I was pregnant with twins for some reason it switched and I just had this huge appetite like like no other and i don't know if I, you guys probably remember because we went out and ate you know a lot yeah girl and i always had room for dessert <laughs> and you guys would always just i know your you, your jaws would drop every time you saw me like when i turned to the side right my profile you guys are like oh, oh my yeah. god i can't believe it i can't believe you just oh my gosh i remember even going to the supermarket they're like oh are you okay <laughs> <laughs> But I, I had the opposite effect. I think I just ate anything and everything. Obviously, I got scoldings from the doctor, so I kind of had to cut back and be more mindful, just only eating like salmon and broccoli a lot, and which was fine with me because I, I like that anyways. Push. I'm going to push for five more seconds. Five, four. Three, two, one. Oh. Okay, the next contraction should be about 20 seconds. I can't. Well, you know, we're talking about giving birth as well. Ooh. And giving birth is a whole nother thing. And I, the one story that I remember, Noel's from you, because okay. your first one, and, and we were all looking to Noli because we were really scared. I mean, the, the idea of having something coming out of you over there. 
Yep. <laughs> and we've Not all heard about the pain and the videos of the mom screaming in pain. But Knowles, I remember you were kind of almost like, come on. Like, you're like challenging oh, it. Yeah. Remember that? I think I was, remember talking to you guys about that. But um, I mean, I was so, it was so scary. Like, first child, you know. And the pain's coming, the waves are contracting. It is really sore. You guys out there probably know. But, and I did ask for, ask for the epidural, but it doesn't kick in in the first part of the, with the contractions, you still feel. Um, so it helped a little at the, at the end, but you know, I, I, knew, I knew the contractions were coming because they have it on a monitor next to you, right? And you see the, the wave goes down and you're like, okay, it's coming. And then the wave goes back up and it's like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> so I knew I could time it. And then I was just thinking in my head, bring it on, come on, come on, come on, bring it on. And then that kind of, Help me get through that craziness, but then it's so tiring because every time the wave goes down and back up, you're like, ah, come on, come on. Take it, take it. I remember you're like, is that all you got? Yeah. Come on, is that all you got? But then it helped me not be scared. It helped me like, let's fight. Let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go, let's go. And then thankfully it kicked in on one side. Sometimes it works on both sides. It, sh it shouldn't numb the whole body, but if they don't rotate you enough, sometimes it only works on one side. And for me, it only took on one side. And so I felt everything on one half and numb on the other so but I have to say it was still better than I think doing it without I know women so so strong they do it without I was just so scared not to how about you guys like you guys get the epidural or I did natural? so I you guys were rushing to the hospital yeah well I endeavored to get the not get the epidural <laughs> but I'm not that strong um so our first uh, birth story with Nalu was he was actually due on Father's Day and then um, I started to you know leak can I say that I started to <laughs> leak. and um, um, we ended up long story on that but we ended up having him on Mother's Day so oh. do Father's Day, ended up having him on Mother's Day. But remember the whole story um, about how it leaked and you guys went, you me to were in it? denial? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he w um, we had a baby shower with the Kane family. Um, and um, I remember going home, and we had Mother's Day brunch the next day back at that same spot. And then uh, that night, um, Eleo was fighting a cold, and I remember just getting up. And I stood up to go to the bathroom because, at, you know, at the end, you guys, you just have to go every two hours. Um, and then, like, it kind of something kind of leaked. And I'm like, oh. So I just remember, like, changing, throwing it on the washing machine, <laughs> and then going back to bed. And then, like, an hour and a half later, I got up to go to the brush. And then it got st I stood up again, and it, something else leaked again. I'm like, oh. So I changed again. <laughs> I did it, like, two more times, which is super denial if you think about it. <laughs> but it wasn't due in my head for five more mm, weeks, right? Because yeah. it was Mother's Day, not Father's Day yet in June. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think after, like, four or five changes, I ended up tell I'm nudging Elel, telling him that uh, I think something else is going on. Because there's no contractions, you know. It's just something else going on. And he's like, what? And it is like, 5 a.m., so I ended up calling, um, paging my doctor and letting him know. And he said, you know what, just go into the hospital and just see. And if it's, if it's nothing, it's nothing. But just go because you should just check it out. Um, so I remember we were driving in and they were trying to rush. But then I was like, oh, no, but what if this is it? Can we go through the McDonald's drive through and get a um, yogurt real quick? <laughs> <laughs> so we did that as before the hospital. And then went in and I so naively was like, okay, we're going to just check everything out and they're going to go home because it's Mother's Day brunch and we're, you know, can't miss it at 1030. Um, but we got in and they're like, you know what, you guys, you have a, a tear in the 
in the water sac, so you're not going to be leaving. Um, we're going to run IV for antibiotics to prevent infection, which is normal, um, but you're probably going to be having the baby today. We're going to have to induce you. Um, so <laughs> we ended up inducing then and having our first baby that, that evening. Um, five weeks day. early, <laughs> not expected. Oh, yeah. And it was five weeks after Noli had um, Sunny, her oh, first yeah. daughter too. So yeah. that, was, that was an interesting first yeah. story. What about you, Steph? How was your first the first, um, I made a game plan. I said, okay, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have um, music. I'm going to have a focal point. And then when I have contractions, my husband's supposed to hold up this like sign and I'm going to be, yeah. And, and I told myself, okay, I'm not going to have epidural. I just, because, you know, I just did a lot of research and I wanted to feel it, even if it's painful. And I said, you know, let's just go on. Let's just do it organic. Let's just, let's just go. And um, so I handed the nurse um, the paper um, but lo and behold, none of that, none of that happened. There was no music. There was, there was no focal point. There was no husband being like, hey, hey, you know, cheer. It was just all serious faces. Like, okay, how is she doing? Like, oh my gosh, how come she looks like, she just looks like she had it. Like, what's happening? And then my doctor's like, hey, Steph, I, I, I read your plan. I know that you want to do no epidural, but, you know, I just, I just want to let you know. You can relax if you have the epidural, and then everything will be fine. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, yep, yep, I'm sure, I'm sure. And then I, and I, I'm like, just like, like, kind of biting my tongue too, like. Arr! And then he would check, he would come back and check in. Steph, um, so have you thought about it more? I was like, I told you, I'm not gonna do that. I told you, I told you. Did you not hear me? I know, didn't you? And then he's like, Steph, come on. I mean, no, like, I, you can enjoy yourself. It'll go smoothly, it, and it's really quick. Just, I don't like, no. No, because no. the window's closing, right? Because yeah. you only have a certain there, time. We can take only a certain time. So, and then I guess he told my husband to ask me because the next <laughs> round, scared. smart the doctor, next round, like my husband, like gently, he's like, "Hey, um, babe, um, you know, you look like you're you're in pain and like almost look like you're like you're dying. Like, <laughs> why don't you just listen to Doctor Chun and just just take the epidural?" I was like, "No, no, I'm almost there, right, nurse? I'm almost." There. And she's like, um, yep. <laughs> Just nervously smiling. It sounds like you stuff. <laughs> it totally sounds like stuff. Yeah. So I guess that was like maybe four times that they tried to get me to have the epidural and the window closed. And I I battled it out. I battled it out. I, and I remember Noli like, come on, is that how you go? Like, come on, baby. <laughs> like, like, you know, and, then, and I was like looking at the graphs and I was also seeing what you were seeing, like these tsunami waves. And I was like, here it comes, here it comes. Brace yourself. Oh. Brace yourself. <laughs> but I think I traumatized Ryan because he said I've been through like, you know, like combat training and whatnot, but this was the worst. And I don't think I've ever seen any human being go through that much pain. And he's like, I've actually gained a new respect for you and all women. And he's like, I think guys, like they should see this because like you don't see it. I'm like, hell yeah. Right, <laughs> you know, so. at the time I'm like, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm glad we all got through it and we can share these experiences. And for those of you listening, I mean, we would love to hear your stories, too, because, um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of things out there that a lot of other moms don't know about that could probably help them get through that time. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh my goodness, what a conversation this has been. All good things have to come to an end. Unfortunately, we are not in the garage, but we are on the mothership. But this mothership's not taking off without you. You're going to be hopefully joining us next week. But Brooke, you have something motivational to tell all of our mothers, sisters, brothers, fathers, aunties, uncles, cousins. Yeah, so I found a quote by American author Jill Churchill. There is no way to be a perfect mother, but a million ways to be a great one. Mm, I like that. Good, I like that. Good. Take the chance to be a great one today. And with that, everybody, aloha. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today on this uh, inaugural episode of Mothership. There's another one that we have in the works and is really exciting. We can't wait to touch base with you again. So please, we invite you to find us wherever you listen to your podcasts by searching Hawaii News Now. And with that, aloha, everyone. I'm Steph. I'm Noli. I'm Brooke. Till we meet again, ahui ho. See you soon. Take care.